Judaism at the center of my life. The first time I went to spend time with Palestinians in the West Bank, it was a shattering experience. The, the human rights group Amnesty International have released a devastating report on Israel. So in this video, I will explain what this report says. I will explain what apartheid is. I will show you a couple of clips to help explain what is going on in Israel and also some reactions from politicians. So first here, a quick summary of the report before I dive into it. This is the tweet from Amnesty International saying, our official new report looks at the decades long suffering of Palestinians under Israel's rule. We've concluded that Israel's treatment of Palestinians throughout Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories amounts to apartheid. Read for yourself. So again, as I do with all my videos, all these sources are linked below the video in the description box on YouTube. So you can check it out, read the full report if you want, but I'm gonna help break it down here first, showing you that other groups have already come out to, to state this. So Human Rights Watch, this is from back in October, time to recognize reality of Israeli apartheid and persecution. This from Independent Jewish Voices, a human rights group in Canada that says, Independent Jewish Voices welcomes today's report published by Amnesty, which finds that Israel is committing crimes of apartheid. With the launch of this 280-page report, it becomes the third human rights organization since January 2021 to reach the same conclusion. Also, Betzalem, an Israel-based human rights organization, has also made the same statement. A regime of Jewish supremacy from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. This is apartheid. So they made that statement back in uh, a year ago. Now, let me get to first this reaction from a politician. This is Richie Torres in New York, a uh, New York congressman saying here, calling Israel an apartheid state as Amnesty has done is a lie. The hysterical demonization of Israel will do nothing to alleviate Palestinian suffering. It will only incite hatred for the world's largest Jewish community and violent anti-Semitism. These people are on the wrong side of history, and it's going to become even more clear. I mean, it's obvious now, but as the years go on, we will look back at this time the way that we look back now at South African apartheid, where it was so obvious what was going on, and the politicians that were not willing to call it out were exposed later on for being just completely corrupted and disgusting. The exact same thing is happening right now. Claiming anti-Semitism when you are talking about the Israeli government's treatment of Palestinians is completely absurd, but this is what they always have to go to because there is no actual defense of Israel's actions. Again, the Israeli government's actions, not Jewish people's actions, the Israeli government's actions. So let me get to a clip here. Before I do that, Peter Beinhardt, or Beinhardt who is in this clip, as you'll see, he is uh, Jewish, by the way, which, you know, I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to make this point, but unfortunately, because of the claims of anti-Semitism, it is important to lift these sorts of voices up, the ones that are calling out the reality. So Peter Beinart here saying this is how the Israel debate in the U.S. works. Amnesty writes detailed report about the lived experience of Palestinians. ADL, which has no expertise or genuine interest in conditions on the ground for Palestinians, turns conversation to anti-Semitism. So ADL did the exact same thing as, as uh, Richie Torres did. But here's a clip. This is from... Uh, uh, 2019, I covered it back then because it is so incredibly, I think, effective at really educating people about what is going on in Israel. I say this as an American Jew. My children go to Jewish day school. I lead services in an Orthodox synagogue. Judaism at the center of my life. The first time I went to spend time with Palestinians in the West Bank, it was a shattering experience. The only thing I could imagine would be similar for American would be going to visit the Jim Crow South. When you see people living under the control of the state with no rights, 
They cannot become citizens. They cannot vote for the control for the state that controls their lives. They do not have free movement. They need a pass to move from city to city. They live under a military legal system. The consequences are more brutal than we can imagine sitting here. So that was a rare moment back in 2019 on CNN, giving you a reality check, a real breakdown of what is going on in Israel. Here you have somebody who didn't have this view before, didn't realize what was going on, didn't realize what the Israeli government was doing until he went and visited the West Bank for himself. And I have another clip coming up as well to also help explain what is going on in Israel. But first, just to clear up, in case there's any confusion about what apartheid is, this from Amnesty International, a system of apartheid is an institutionalized regime of oppression and domination by one racial group over another. It is a serious human rights violation, which is prohibited in public international law. Amnesty International's extensive research and legal analysis carried out in consultation with external experts demonstrates that Israel enforces such a system against Palestinians through laws, policies, and practices which ensure their prolonged and cruel discriminatory treatment. In international criminal law, specific unlawful acts which are committed within a system of oppression and domination with the intention of maintaining it constitute the crime against humanity of apartheid. These acts are set out in the Apartheid Convention and the Rome Statute and include unlawful killing, torture, forcible transfer, and the denial of basic human rights and freedoms. And if you want, like, I have covered this issue countless times. You can go on my channel on YouTube. Go to the search box here, type in Israel, and you will see various videos pop up of me um, discussing certain events uh, that have gone on over the past several years. And it is clear in various examples that this is exactly what the Israeli government has been doing to Palestinians. Now, in the report, they uh, titled Israel's Apartheid Against Palestinians, Cruel System of Domination and Crime Against Humanity. They set out how massive seizures of Palestinian land and property, unlawful killings, forcible transfer, drastic movement restrictions, and the denial of nationality and citizenship to Palestinians are all components of a system which amounts to apartheid under international law. This system is maintained by violations which Amnesty International found to constitute apartheid as a crime against humanity, as defined in the Rome Statute and Apartheid Convention. And they go on here to call on the International Criminal Court to consider the crime of apartheid against Israel. And let me just quickly here uh, quote them before I go on to a, a clip and also some reactions from politicians. But here from the report, they say, our report reveals the true extent of Israel's apartheid regime. Whether they live in Gaza, East Jerusalem, and the rest of the West Bank, or Israel itself, Palestinians are treated as an inferior racial group and systematically deprived of their rights. We found that Israel's cruel policies of segregation, dispossession, and exclusion across all territories under its control clearly amount to apartheid. The international community has an obligation to act. Now, you will notice any criticisms of this report, either from politicians or you know media figures or other groups, they will not refute any of this. They will not say how actually, no, Israel doesn't have cruel policies of segregation, dispossession, or exclusion across all territories. No. What they instead will do is say, you're being anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic because you pointed out the Israeli government's treatment of Palestinians. How is that anti-Semitic? But they have no defense. So they have to obfuscate. They have to, you know, distract you with something else. Because they can't actually disregard the reality of what is happening in Israel and how the, uh, the Israeli government is treating Palestinians. Now... 
Let me get to a clip here from Michael Brooks, the late, great Michael Brooks, who has been very influential in this space and educating millions when it comes to uh, foreign policy issues and, of course, has been incredibly uh, clear on this topic as well. He had a discussion back in uh, a few years ago, but I cover this as well when this clip went viral um, later on after his death. But here is another fantastic breakdown helping to explain what is going on between Israel and the Palestinians. So it's not a complex issue. That's the big thing. It's super simple. There's one group that has enormous power. It's the most powerful country in the Middle East. It's backed by the United States. It acts on another population of people with total impunity and is never held accountable for anything. So there's no symmetry in the relationship, period. And just as like a thought experiment, IDW people, if we know that if somehow a population of Jewish refugees ended up in West Bank in Gaza, and an Arabic government in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv had an open-air prison in, in what you know, in Jewish Gaza, which they bombed with white phosphorus, they killed civilians indiscriminately, and they had no uh, provisions for medicine. They had an embargo that blocked food, that the electricity wasn't running, that there was an over 48% unemployment rate, life expectancy and malnutrition statistics were horrifying. The, uh, one of the major uh, policymakers in this hypothetical Arabic-Palestinian state said, we need to put those Jews on a diet. In the West Bank, there was another Jewish area where there was a little bit more autonomy, but there was regular Arabic settlements where they pulled up the Jewish farmers' foods, they terrorized them with rocks, the security forces broke children's bones, and they couldn't drive their own roads. We'd all have no problem understanding what that was. So there's nothing complex about it. And of course, he's exactly right. This is not a complex issue. If you're having a hard time understanding this, understanding what's wrong with, with what's going on, do it exactly what Michael Brooks did. Reverse the roles. Pretend it was an Arabic government doing this to Jewish refugees. It would be very clear. The international community would be very clear about what is happening. These politicians right now saying there's, nothing's going on here. Imagine they were speaking out claiming that, oh, it's fine to, to put uh, Jewish people in an open-air prison. Perfectly fine with that. Imagine. So why is it okay when it's the reverse? Why is it okay for the Israeli government to do it to Palestinians? Some reactions here, some good reactions from politicians here, starting with Dimitri Lascaris, who um, has ran for Green Party leader, is a Green Party member, says here, for years, Canada's Green Party has been attacked for supporting sanctions on Israel. It becomes clearer, every, uh, clearer by the day that Canadian, uh, Canadian Greens have been on the right side of history and that those who have attacked us for demanding sanctions on Israel should hang their heads in shame. This from Heather McPherson, an NDP MP, tweeting out here, important new report from Amnesty this morning echoes findings from the Human Rights Watch and B'Tselem. I call on the government of Canada to respond to their recommendations by better advocating for the civil, political, and human rights of Palestinians. This from Zara Sultana, in, uh, an MP in the UK, saying here today, Amnesty International published a report detailing what they describe as Israel's apartheid. This must be a wake-up call for leaders across Britain, Europe, and the US. It's time to face up to the reality of the injustice suffered by the Palestinian people. And last reaction here from Rashida Tlaib has been a strong voice for Palestinians. Of course, her grandmother is Palestinian. She's Palestinian. But here she tweets out, U.S. foreign aid shouldn't go to apartheid governments, period. Exactly right. So will this have an impact, I guess, is what I'm wondering. Will this report 
do anything in terms of pushing the needle into the right direction, into actually putting some more pressure on these governments that have the power to do something about what is going on. We're going to have to wait to find out. So this is, it has never been more clear about what is happening in Israel, how the Israeli government is treating Palestinians. It is obvious about what is going on. The least that you can do is be on the right side of history, advocate for the rights of Palestinians, and speak up to your political leaders and advocate, tell them what is going on, and push them to do the right thing.